You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JC has closed its doors for another day, so it's time for the five o'clock shadow. And as always on a Wednesday, I speak to Skulklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division. I can sense it again. I can almost see it. I can see <laughs> the smile. I say this every time the gold price performs well. And I'm I'm not one of those vindictive people that doesn't that says something when it's down. But um, yeah, it's had a terrific run, all to do with the weaker dollar, which um, euro dollar I think one ten or something this morning. But it's it's really quite something that's going on in commodities mm. because of the dollar. Yeah, no, no, no. Firstly, I mean, I've I've been smiling quite a bit this year. So, so, yes. so I mean, it's uh, it's it's been a good year for gold. It's been a been um, a sort of an average year for for the dollar. But but I mean, a, a pretty solid solid year for gold. Currently trading at two thousand forty six. I'll take it any day. You know, trading above the two thousand dollar levels. I think the biggest biggest thing for me, you know, looking at at, at gold, it, it must be today's uh, U.S. Uh, economic data that came out because that. Uh, I must say, I was, I was, you know, caught quite surprised because, um, just to 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 just get the the, the the whole scenario here. Yes. Um, to to to, um, you know, the market was expecting 4.9 percent GDP growth for 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 the second quarter for the US, came out at 5.2. Now, I originally thought I think there's going to be a bit of a disappointment. Um, and and I, I sort of looked at the 4.9 and and said, well, I think it's going to come out below those levels, purely because the U.S. consumer is under massive pressure. I mean, we we've seen it in a few few little little nuggets. The one nugget that I found was was the credit card debt that's now shot up to well well over a trillion dollars. I remember it went from 300 to 600 billion um, in in the world financial crisis and 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 it's they they got it under under, under control. Um, massive drop off in, in covid um, in credit card debt and actually the US consumer could not spend but but they just continued now they are back they've got the, the max in their credit card they've got no access they the whole access savings you know two over two trillion dollars excess savings you know March last year 500 billion March this year done no more excess savings and then the, the third nugget was was um, Black Friday uh, the, the the message that came back was um, investors uh, what was uh, I, I, I can't quote now the exact message, but but it actually came down that investors uh, preferred these lay-by, um, you know, buy now pay later uh, type of contracts with, with 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 retailers, because rather than paying either cash or credit card. Come on, it's not a not a surprise. They don't have you know money in the bank anymore. They don't have savings, and the credit cards are maxed. So. This was a was a surprise because why the U.S. GDP is made up 68.4 percent, close to 70 percent of Consumer the U.S. Spending. GDP. Mm. That's it, and we had that as well. Just after the the, the 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 GDP levels came out, that came out. So we we first had core PCE, which is the personal consumption expenditure, and also the the real consumer spending um, expected. Uh, Four percent, four percent growth, came out at three point six. 
well below the, the, the GDP growth rate. And also core PCE, you know, expected uh, 2.4 came out 2.3. So clearly, you know, the growth in the, the U.S. economy is it's not currently driven by, by, by the, the, the consumer anymore. You know, this this is the the, the other the, the, the let's call it the other thirty-two know, percent um, uh, in the US GDP that's currently driven the market. I haven't had time to go and look at what it exactly, but I still believe that uh, the, the the music has stopped, and, and we've had that. I mean, today um, with the run-up to to the, the data levels, I mean, they had quite a few economists. They've they funny enough had Bill Ackman there, not not economists, but I mean Bill Ackman, and and he he just made it 100% clear that he feels that the U.S. consumer is is now you know maxed. They they they're going to be struggling, and he feels the Fed will need to act way sooner. With way, an interest rate cut, in other words, to ease mm. the burden. Um, mm. I mean, but it's, it's a bad time to have no credit when it comes to the pressurized consumer environment around this time of year, unless they've bought all their uh, presents on Black Friday, and that's part of the that's part of the equation that you've just spoken about with that surprise yeah. GDP beat. But anyway, we we, yeah. we don't know, Scott. But I tell you what might be ugly: January, February. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's what's funny about what, what, what Blackman said. He, mm. he said we, we we're sitting the table here. I mean, we've got a sort of a, a you know a happy environment, you know, sort of positive environment because we we now can feel it, we can see it, we can see the fit. They're going to pause, and like I mentioned last time around, for the past fifty years, you know, every time we've seen the Fed pause, we've seen a nice rally in the U.S. market. Um, you know. In that period, why pause? Why? Because everybody now expects interest rate, you know, a decline to follow. Um, so it's the anticipation, that expectation of of a low interest rate environment that is this driving markets higher. But remember, why they drive? Why why they're going to drop interest rates? It's purely because there's going to be bad economic uh, data that's going to be coming out, which I believe it's going to. And if you look at that over the past 50 years, shortly after the Fed started a declining hiking cycle or a declining interest rate cycle, we saw, you know, some of the major, major, you know, retracements in the S&P 500 shortly thereafter. So I think be careful. I mean, I, I, I think I sort of get to see this as a, as, a, as, a, as a textbook history repeating itself every single time. Um, and and I, th- I don't think this time is going to be different. All right, but uh, you're generally bullish, are you? Or, or is there a note of caution there? Because if the bad news is bad news, then interest rates come down, which is good for the corporate sector. And also, the other thing that I said to a previous commentator, companies are waiting in the wings for a new listing splurge in uh, hmm. January, February of next year, particularly January. There's quite a few quite high-profile companies coming to the New York Stock Exchange and to the NASDAQ, and that's usually a sign of confidence. And when corporates are confident, they spend, and, you know, everything everything takes off. So I'm, I'm, I'm not known for uh, my sunny disposition, but, um, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's putting it mildly. Sure. No, 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 I'm, 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 not, I'm, not, I'm not negative. I, I just think, you know, one should caution, you know, having... A, a, a large position in the U.S. because I, I don't, you know, we've got our we've got our own problems here. And, and I mean, load shedding this past week has been horrible. I mean, Lindsay, you, 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 you I know you're not currently finding yourself in South Africa, and, and um, but I mean, and, and luckily we we're in the midst of summer. 
But this is just this has been a horrible week for for load shedding. You know, some some places in Johannesburg, having having three four hour uh, load shedding stints in per day. I mean, that's twelve hours done, and that's that's. I mean, this is crazy. So so we've got our own own problems, but luckily we don't have the the debt problem that the U.S. has currently got. Um, and and I do think that if interest rates start declining, which which it inevitably will be doing, um, I think uh, it'll have a positive effect on, on, on countries like South Africa and, and many other emerging Wait markets. Wait a second. Hold one second there, Lowe, because uh, you say we haven't got a debt problem. Have you seen the um, South African Reserve Bank biannual report? It says here, South Africa... <laughs> South Africa's central <laughs> bank has warned that systemic risk to the country's financial stability has remained elevated, notably due to the government's increasing debt levels and debt servicing costs, as well as the impact of being put on a grey list. Uh, the risk has remained elevated since the release of the May report. Okay, it's a long, yeah, it has. In other words, um, okay, interest, it's, the debt servicing costs should come down as the interest rate environment starts to become more dovish. But on the other hand, I think your we haven't got the debt problems uh, statement may need a bit of tweaking for your next presentation. <laughs> no, no, I was referring to the household debt. I was referring to, uh, to, to, to cons consumer debt. Okay, I mean, fair remember, enough. In our household debt as a percentage of, of disposable income, over the same period, let's call it that um, uh, the financial crisis, were, were run about, well, not run about, it was, was over 75%. So, so that just meant that your household debt, percentage of disposable income, which you need to service it, was, was uh, let's call it, run about the 76%. As, as we currently sit here, it's still 62%. So way, way lower. And, and it's not... That I think South Africans hasn't been naughty. It's just I think <laughs> South Africans hasn't been in a position. Um, we, we've had to spend more on, you know, making sure that our lights stay on. We had to spend more um, on, on taxes. Uh, we had to spend more um, on inflation. So, yeah, that just meant that, 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 that the availability to credit wasn't wasn't as, as, as accessible. The other thing is, I'd love to see the statistics on uh, per hundred of the population, how many people own credit cards or more than one credit card in the United States of America versus yeah. South Africa. I'd say the South African figure is way way lower. No, I, I totally agree with you, Lindsay. I think that's 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 the major the culture in the US. I, I, I was really feeling confident, you know, 2001 when I looked at this COVID. I mean, remember that they got sent checks in the post. You know, the typical US was $350, and the other one I can't remember. It was three times that they actually that the Fed actually, and we know why because. As I mentioned, 68% of the U.S. economy is, is driven by the consumer. And they've actually tried to stimulate the economy by, by sending you know, consumers' checks in the post to go and spend it. What did they do? They saved it, which was totally uncalled for, totally unexpected, mm. um, and, and, and had an, a negative effect you know, for the U.S. economy for, for a long, long time. But, I mean… I looked at this and think maybe maybe things changed and boy oh boy, when that lockdown restrictions you know <laughs> was was lifted, and people got got the ticket to go and spend again to go and um, go to the shops and, and go spend their their, their hard earned cash make credit again, they took it with the uh, yeah with all 
all, both hands and feet and everything. So yeah, no, no, it's it's it's, it's utterly disappointing. But at, back to South Africa and many other countries, we we, we don't have that you know similar similar um, you know structures, similar problems. Um, so a, a a lower interest rate environment and hopefully a lower inflationary environment, you know, could have a, a you know a much more positive effect you know for a country like South Africa. Let's hope so. Okay, let's have a look at the JSC now. The two big ones coming out, of course, NASPERS and Process. I hadn't realised the extent to which these two have um, have rallied since the announcement of narrowing the the discount. And also, again, I've re- I'm repeating myself, but the e-commerce division of of NASPERS seems to be close to break even. Not so the food delivery, though. But um, what do you make of them both? Let's start with NASPERS. I th- I, th- boy, I thought it was a good set of results, um, but the, the the things that I really liked was 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 the things that you and I have been speaking about for many years. It's, it's this unlocking of the discount. Um, that was the big thing. I mean, this thing was a spider's whip. Um, we know that the person, well, let's call it the the, the captain of the ship, is is there no longer. Mm. Um, and and you you can see you can see the intentions of of the company now they they've now whoever you know is, is going to be in charge of this company going forward it's got one man and one man alone you need to you know unlock the value get that nav you know closer because remember I, I think it was a year or two years ago um yeah maybe maybe it could be two years ago. I mean, the the discount for for Naspers was close to sixty percent, um, and and process in one stage was over fifty percent. Today, as we sit here, um, the the process with the close today is, is trading at a, at a thirty three percent discount to its NAV and um, Naspers thirty nine, which is still big. I mean, I still think they've got a massive amount of scope to unlock value specifically for Naspers, and why? I, I, I think she. Found you know quite a quite a few interesting things in the in the um, uh, let's call it in the uh, uh, results a set of results. They actually mentioned there NASPERS funds um, its open ended share purchase program. Now, uh, just to explain the the, the, the share repurchase program. Now that that program was launched June last year, June two thousand twenty nine, um, with with the, where they. Where they actually said that they're gonna, what they did is they're gonna, they're gonna start buying their own shares back, both Process and Naspers. But Naspers is interesting because Naspers funds its open energy, you know, this repurchase program with regular sales of Process shares, and and. I mean, I, yeah, they do mention that 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 um, you know process also you know reducing some some and also selling a little bit of small number of of tension shares. But we both know, all of us know, it's much easier for Naspers to sell process share than it is for process shares or process to sell ten cent shares. Um, and and you know since I mean you can look at that graph, the relative graph um, between Naspers and process. Naspers has outperformed process by a country mile since June 2022. And I've had a few you know, questions from clients that ask me, you know, why why is process lagging so much? You know, you know, aren't they the same? Isn't they exactly the same company? And, and the question, the answer is pretty easy. I mean, Naspers is selling process shares to buy its own, so it's not only enhancing its own um, you know, earnings. 
but it's also putting some pressure by selling some some process shares. It's it's been done ordinary and it's been done, you know, quite small. But to, to put that in in in, in let's go to cent, you know, by 30 September, Naspar sold. You know, <laughs> wait for it. This is this is massive. 67.7 million process shares to the value of basically of 44.4 billion US dollars. Gosh, I, <laughs> I just huh? wonder which, which brokers uh, got the bulk of that. Uh, but that's, that's a nice yeah. order. That's a beauty. That is a beauty. So yeah, um, and that's uh, that's basically saw. Uh, Naspers over this period, up to date, well, basically from uh, the second, uh, well, from from June 2022 to 30 September, uh, they actually uh, reduce their shares or, or reduce the amount of shares for Naspers by 14% already. Hence the fact why it's at its massive outperformance. So I, I, I do foresee this continuing. So, so I think for for any any listeners out there. You know, sort of itching um, uh, and looking at this. Just note that until uh, management m- mentioned, okay, that's it, done. We're not going to be, you know, continue to 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 buy back any 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 further Nasdaq shares. Always note that they're going to be funding those Nasdaq shares most probably by these regular sales of of process, which which is a let's call it a a a a, 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 a net seller. Of, of process shares, um, process. Yeah, I, th- I thought the outlook were looking good. Um, uh, they 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 mentioned they um, uh, the e-commerce port- portfolio um, that that they had currently way ahead, and they they seem to be well. They expect profitability by two, the second half of 2024. And this is this is quite a bit bit earlier than than originally anticipated. So um, I thought it was a good good set of results. Um, I'm a I'm a shareholder um, currently yes. of Naspers, and if I'm a shareholder process, I would definitely not be considering selling any shares. It's it's definitely looking very very attractive. Okay, very good, nice uh, nice analysis. Thank you, Skulk. Uh, just since we've been chatting, Transaction Capital has come out with a further trading uh, statement. I just want to uh, put into context what has happened here, uh, because full year ended 30th September 2022 last year's. They reported headline earnings of 1.621 billion rand. Now, they've just announced that uh, it's likely that uh, headline earnings for the same period up to 2023 will be a negative, no earnings, but uh, a negative 784 to 703 million uh, loss. That's the range. And that, uh, in percentage terms, is between 148 and 143% fall. Whether that's slightly better than the first one, well, I don't know. But uh, horrible, horrible numbers, Skunk. Yeah. Well, well, add to that horrible. April last year, the share price was trading at, at, at 52 rand. Uh, when you look at the, the – the, uh, it went into 2023 um, at 33 bucks. And, and today, after a – you know, I wouldn't say it, it was a good set of well, not so good good update uh, because it was clearly not a you know positive update as you just mentioned. I think the market was just expecting way way, you know, worse. Mm. Um, share price reacted you know, somewhat positive, two point two percent. Yeah, positive. but that was before the mar- that was after the market closed because this was a. Uh, there will always always be some, but but we will mm. see tomorrow morning. But what I want to get to is 
the share price after the 2.2% jump today is, is, is not even trading at seven rand. So, yeah. man, this is, this is a, this is a sad set of affairs. And it was such a good um, company as well. It probably still is, yeah. but it's just, I don't know, something's happened. Who was it? Wasn't it Lamberti that was in charge at one stage? Uh, that, um, I can't, can't tell you with 100% certainty. The old one for the, 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 old, the ex-retailer from, mm, what was mm, it, yeah, Mass Mart? Yes, yeah, anyway. Okay, so should we have a look at a few uh, a few numbers because I want that smile back on your face. Mm, let's um, do it, let's get, let's it. Let's get it back. Let me just get that, uh, that spot page up here and uh, we'll start with the round, which has been nice. It's sort of at a range skulk of 1950 down to 1850. It's currently 1855. That's the dollar round. That barely changed from yesterday, but uh, still nice and steady. British pound 2351, and that's a half a percent fall for the pound. And the euro rand also a half a percent fall for the euro 2035. Euro dollar 109.65 was above 110 earlier on today. Gold price. Uh, 2041 i've got you mentioned 2046 so yours is probably more accurate but anyway plus 2040 and that's a 29 dollar move up today nearly one and a half percent platinum uh up two and a half percent to 938 and uh, palladium not doing so well spoiling it a bit down 2.2 percent or 23 dollars an ounce to 1033 now if we go to other commodities brent crude oil 0.8 percent weaker at 8103 west texas 75.85 down three quarters of a percent natural gas down another half a percent uh what else have we got here not much actually um, yeah Coal prices up nearly a percent, but just it's the uh, it's a quiet energy complex at the moment. The really big moves since the U.S. Fed and the GDP number, U.S. Federal Reserve uh, governors saying soothing things about interest rates being more dovish in the future, has propelled the U.S. bond uh, market higher and the yield lower, 4.28 percent at the moment. Yesterday was 4.47 percent. So this is a really really massive move for an enormous market. And the South African 10-year, well, what can I say, 9.93. That was 10.20 yesterday. Mm. So yeah. this is really, really good stuff, yeah. uh, Scout. S&P 500 futures. I get a feeling that somebody's actually got caught in this bond market. It wasn't that long ago people were saying, you know, well, the, uh, we're betting on the, the Fed keeping rates higher for longer and maybe even raising more. They must have egg on their face now to the tune of billions. 4580, the S&P 500 futures up 0.4%, closing in on 4600. Very good indeed. Uh, Bitcoin, if you want that one, that's about 38,000. Let's call it, uh, let's call it that. Skelk, so all, all in all, it's a nice way for us to finish because you're taking a break for about uh, th three weeks. You're taking three Wednesdays off without permission. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good, uh, good, good December. Taking it a bit early, so, so uh, maybe, maybe just draw the, the short straw, because uh, all my other partners are gonna be doing their stint over Christmas, and uh, yeah, I'll be here. I'll be in Cape Town, uh, helping anyone that want to, uh, you know. Buy the dips. Uh, we'll have another uh, a chat on the, on the 18th. But meanwhile, we've still got lots to do. What were the shares that caught your eye today, up and down? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna even try and focus on on, on the golds because you, you know me. Uh, no, I, I want to hear. Today. I mean, I, I, way, I was actually way, I would need to ask you uh, with, with, when it mm. vaulted through 2000 and got to uh, close to 2050. Was there a concomitant rise in the JSE listed gold shares as well? 
Unbelievable, Lindsay. I think um, you know, I'd, something like like I don't know the prices in front of me, but but I think the likes of the the of gold fields in Angler Gold has done 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 way more than double, you know, figure performances over the past forty eight hours. Nice. I mean, that's 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 how. I mean, today you know, gold fields up again, close to four percent. Angler Gold up close to two percent. So so it's been a you know harmony over one percent. So it's been a Fabulous day for, for for the for the gold diggers again. Lovely. Um, so yeah, definitely very very good. Uh, I, I thought that the that the, the uh, listed property stocks is also looking really really well. Are looking good. I mean, when you look at the uh, uh, I'm not going to go into that. They brought out results today, and it looked pretty solid. It, uh, these these the prices these these property stocks are trading is still. Some of the cheapest prices, and when they, I'm referring to price to book values that I've seen in 2025 years. So it's a great, great, great value. And then the results, that um, it's not good, not bad. I mean, Bukwila came out, solid set of results, share price reacted 2.4%. Growth point today, I mean, 10 rand 61 up. Two, uh, 3.61 percent. I mean, so those those definitely are the are, are the other companies that's currently attracting attracting my interest. Mm. Yeah, I've got that as well. Goldfields three and three quarters up, uh, growth point three point six. Fortress A, another one, two point seven percent higher. Carew up two and a half, and Vukile, the aforementioned, up two point four percent. Downside, you're going to tell me Vodacom's ex-div, aren't you? Down five point one percent. Yeah, uh, Supergroup yes. down four point one. HCI three and three quarters in the red. Bidvest three point six percent. That follows results this week, which mm. weren't particularly good, according to an analyst that I've speak to that follows this one. But that's just a normal day's business, is it? Not XDiv, no. No XDiv. This is oh, exactly. uh, two days in a row where it got got hammered. So yeah, no, no, it's bad, bad set of results. Uh, they, as you mentioned, the struggles that they they're facing within in South Africa, and actually, you know, the share price reacted. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that one can uh, can can get themselves out of the doldrums because this is also one of those companies that's been been around for many many years, and it's 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 tough to see a company this big and and this successful to to say well they now really really struggling in South Africa. Yes, and final one, uh, Tungela down 3.5%. Closing JSC indices, please, Skelk, if you can, so through your closed, Cheshire cheese yeah. smile. Go, go for it, please. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to show you the, the gold the gold sector because there's only five shares left in it. Mm-hmm. But um, JSC all share closed today, 75,241 points. That is down 46 basis points. Resources down 23 basis points. Uh, while the industrials are down 56 basis points. And um, financials, they didn't look much better, down 36 basis points. And the one, as I mentioned, that was uh, the, you know, quite a bit of a surprise today is the SA Property Index. That is up 1.2%, you know, with a little bit of help of, you know, from growth point and and Bukili. When you look at the daily turnover, ah, not a big day. I mean, we sort of seeing seeing uh, December trading, you know, levels in in end of November, which which is never a good good sign. Seventeen point three billion value traded for today. Look at the uh, U.S. currently Dow Jones are 
only up 0.1%. S&P 532 basis points in the green, and the NASDAQ currently 41 basis points uh, in the positive uh, territory. So yeah, it's nice. so looking good on that side. I think they they like the economic data. You know, it's one of those days where good news, and it's good news. Um, and 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 uh, you can clearly see the market still believes that Paul is is, is a stop. They is not going to continue hiking rates. So you know, while the economy is looking good and they expect interest rates to be declining, you're going to see these positive days for 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 the next few few weeks. I I foresee. So let's see. I hope so, and I hope that comes true because I'm not going to speak to you for, for three Wednesdays in a row. I think back on the 18th of December is scalp low, and I really hope what you've just said comes to fruition. So uh, have a lovely break, uh, scalp. I know a bit of it is business, but a lot of it is pleasure. And we'll reconvene in the third week of December. Scalp low is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town, and that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.